Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton, joined today by White House correspondent Michael Warren. Michael, how are you doing? I'm great, Eric. Thanks. So President Trump goes up to Capitol Hill today to meet with GOP lawmakers. That was going to be the news. And then yet another Twitter spat breaks out. What happened? Bob Corker became uncorked, uh, or whatever terrible headline metaphor you want. Uh, basically, you had Senator Bob Corker from Tennessee retiring. Uh, he's but not recently retiring. But exactly. <laughs> uh, retiring at the uh, end of the 2018 cycle, uh, not running for re-election then. Uh, basically, every way possible. He was on network TV. He was doing hallway interviews with on cable news, uh, blasting the president saying, basically saying what he's been saying in the, in recent weeks, that the president's unfit for office, that he's, uh, you know, that's an adult daycare center over at the White House, all these things, and just going even farther uh, you, you with You get it. the sense it's like Corker hadn't been abused on the presidential Twitter feed for a few days, so he figured, <laughs> I need to get a stick and poke the president so that he'll abuse me and get me back in the news cycle. Perhaps. Uh, I cannot confirm he was wandering, Corker was wandering around the halls of Capitol Hill looking for uh, reporters and cameras, uh, but it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. Um, no, but I mean, this is, uh, I, I think there's a lot that has to do with this luncheon. This is a, sort of a big luncheon. They're pushing for... The White House is, I'm told, uh, an aggressive push for tax reform. That's the message to the Senate uh, Republicans who he was meeting with today. Uh, he had a very similar call the president did on Sunday with the House Republicans. So this is sort of the counter to that. Uh, the Senate's a much more difficult animal. Smaller margin. Um, senators have a much more uh, individualized sense of self. They believe this, that they sort of, and the system is sort of set up this way. They... Um, they don't necessarily vote as a block, and there's uh, uh, some pride that comes from uh, from the way that they uh, each individually have power. And the Senate, uh, particularly the Senate Republican Conference, has been where uh, uh, Trump has gotten his most uh, most of the criticism uh, on Capitol Hill and from Republicans. Um, this is where you have people like John McCain, uh, who uh, was among those who helped torpedo the Obamacare repeal. Uh, you have people like Jeff Flake, who has been since the campaign in one of these policy luncheons. Actually, he stood up and criticized Trump that uh, when Trump was a candidate coming to visit. Uh, you have people like Ben Sass who are uh, sort of willing to go out there and say that uh, they don't like the way Trump is is acting or doing things. And now, of course, you have Bob Corker sort of uh, leading the pack and and sort of being the most strident uh, of all of them in in his criticism. Wouldn't you, let's imagine that you, Michael Warren, were president for a moment. Oh, oh geez, that's <laughs> terrible to and, think about. And Bob Corker is trying to get headlines by poking you. Don't you do Bob Corker's bidding by going after him with your Twitter feed? I mean, it's one thing to be a counterpuncher. It's another thing to counterpunch when the guy tweaking you is doing it so that you will counterpunch. Yes, uh, but this is Donald Trump we're talking about. This is uh, somebody who, um, when it comes to counterpunching, can't help himself, right? This is, this is um, uh, Corker was doing this to bait him because he knew he could bait him. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. Um, but I will say that, um, look, Corker is, is, is not only, uh, I think, trying to bait the president here. Um, he, he's sort of unwittingly, um, hurting his own 
uh, conference, his own Repu- his fellow Republican senators. Now, you can say he doesn't care because he's going to be gone in 2019. So what does he care about, say, the status of tax reform? Um, uh, you know, Republicans think they need to pass tax reform this year if they have a chance of holding on to Senate seats and maybe even gaining some Senate seats in the midterm elections. That's a very important part of this. Um, it, it, it does make you wonder if what what are what is Corker's uh, objection to Trump? Is it it's it's that he's sort of coarsening the, the, the political culture? Um, it's, it's sort of about his, um, his character. Um, and, and that it's sort of, the implication is that it sort of distracts from the important things that Congress ought to be doing. Um, uh, well, a lot of Republicans in the Senate would say, uh, well, you're doing this, you're sort of endangering, um, putting, uh, endangering the tax reform effort, uh, uh, sort of dividing the party, dividing the conference, um, does just that. Uh, no matter how much you want to get back at President Trump for going after you, for calling you Little Bob Corker or whatever, um, there are some implications That's for you. spelled L-I-D-D-L-E. Apostrophe. Uh, apostrophe. In, in the latest. Yeah, I'm, not there's sure a, I'm not sure what that where means. Where the apostrophe comes uh, from. Um, it, I think there's... Um, is a little more complex than simply a tiff uh, between the president and Bob Corker. Um, there are some implications for what this means politically in 2018. Well, and all of that will be wrapped up in tax reform. And Mitch McConnell, after the lunch today, came out and met reporters and uh, was asked time and again about Bob Corker. And his response was to say that what he's interested in is an issue that unites the Republican Party, and nothing unites the Republican Party or the the Senate Republican Conference like tax reform, <laughs> and that uh, they were focused on that, and they're moving smoothly and quickly and effectively on tax reform and tax cuts. Uh, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I mean, again, I, to give Corker a little credit here, one of his criticisms is that he doesn't like the way that tax reform is is uh, is is being um, approached so far, um, that the president is sort of butting in where he really should stay out. Um, yeah, except in the last time when we were talking about uh, repeal and replace of Obamacare, the complaint was that the president wasn't really actively involving himself in negotiations with the Hill over uh, how that should be done. Right. But I think as that process went on, there was a lot of frustration and there continues to be frustration about this with tax reform that um, the president was uh, butting into negotiations uh, as they were ongoing. So take an example of what's happening with tax reform um, uh, without making a comment about whether this is a good idea or a bad idea. Uh, one of the ideas being bandied about uh, as a way to shore up revenue if they're going to be cutting tax rates uh, is to. Uh, was to change the, uh, the lower the, the caps on um, uh, on what was tax free when you contribute to your four hundred one k to lower that considerably. Uh, well, a lot of people who contribute to four hundred one ks were outraged to hear that that hey wait a second I'm not going to be able to uh, I'm going to start getting taxed at it was something like twenty four hundred dollars if after twenty four hundred dollars you start getting taxed on your uh, contributions to your four hundred one k and then uh, Trump came out. And with a tweet and said, nobody's touching anybody's 401k. Um, well, that may be good. It, it, it's certainly good politics. It may even be good policy. Um, but that's the kind of thing that Republicans on the Hill uh, get frustrated by. Right, because it's not a negotiation. It's not participating in the debate and negotiation. It's unilaterally making a decision that takes something off the table that otherwise would have been negotiated. That's right. And so I think McConnell's 
uh, calculation here is, um, and you can see this after his his meeting with President Trump at the White House last week, and then the subsequent uh, sort of bromance uh, press conference that they gave. Uh, McConnell's thinking here is um, just minimize the conflict with Trump as much as possible. Basically, let him, uh, you know, uh, be off by himself, uh, uh, not bothering anybody. We're not going to bother him or antagonize him and just get through this tax reform issue. Bob Corker is not letting that happen. Um, I, I you uh, talk to people on Capitol Hill, uh, people who know Mitch McConnell and his thinking on this. Um, he's not too happy with what Bob Corker has been doing uh, on this. And uh, I have to imagine that. Even Republicans who share Corker's views on this uh, on uh, in the Senate, and there are uh, many, uh, uh, don't really appreciate the way in which he's gone about it, which essentially puts them and their, uh, I think, legitimate policy uh, agenda uh, in danger. White House correspondent Michael Warren, thanks for joining us on the Daily Standard podcast. Thanks, Eric. Support for the Daily Standard podcast comes from Upside. Use Upside for business travel, and you'll find that Upside has the absolute best available prices for flights, hotels, and rental cars. Upside will reward you with a gift card to places like Amazon.com every time you buy a business trip. And then there's the amazing six-star treatment you'll get from Upside's customer service specialists. They call themselves navigators. Upside navigators go above and beyond for business travelers. They are instantly accessible 24-7 by voice, chat, email, or message on the Upside app, even reaching out to you with useful info to help you avoid a problem before it happens. Start your Upside six-star treatment right now. Go to Upside.com and use the code STANDARD, and you'll get a minimum $100 gift card to Amazon.com. That's code STANDARD for a minimum $100 gift card to Amazon.com when you buy your next business trip at Upside.com. Upside.com, you deserve a better business trip. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. That's it for today's Daily Standard podcast. I'm Eric Felton. Catch you next time.